The His Girl Friday podcast is brought to you in part by Messenger Fellowship, living the kingdom, fulfilling the call, proclaiming the truth. How's it going, guys? This is Cameron Fry with His Girl Friday coming at you live on a Saturday night. Hope you guys are doing well, that you're staying healthy. For tonight, not a long pod, but one with potential power, at least I hope. This is an introductory post, a part one, if you will, and it's been a while since I've done one of these. Some of my posts lately have been shorter in nature, if you haven't caught on, and a sliver of that reason is due to time and the amount of availability outside the office and routine. Uh, But the other part is just uh, quick hitters. Like the nature of my thoughts have been uh, more on the short and sweet side. So tonight, the title of this piece, Eyes Wide Open, The Key to Watchful Prayer, Part 1. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Colossians 4. That's where we're going to be stationed tonight. I've been pondering some marketplace applications in Colossians 4, and really this piece, uh, the inspiration comes down to something simple. That's version, my Bible app, that uh, prompted me, me to read Colossians 4, verse 2, and from there, the rest of Colossians 4, it's jam-packed with goodness. In the Amplified, be persistent and devoted to prayer, being alert and focused in your prayer life with an attitude of thanksgiving. Now, I believe when I went to version, it, it defaulted to the English standard, so let me pull that up. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And that last clause, the last half of that sentence really stuck out to me. What does it mean to be watchful in prayer with thanksgiving? And the more I started to chew on it, the more I realized, okay, continue to fast in prayer, got it. Some translations stay alert in prayer, that's it. But I, I don't know if staying alert in prayer is synonymous with being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Watchful implies focus. And a lot of times, again, we synonymize alert and focus and by proxy, watchful. But there's some subtle differences that when we explore the discrepancies, we can find some, again, some powerful truths and applications uh, for our workplaces. And that's why I'm compelled to record this and put my thoughts out and see what you guys have to say. Again, this is not a one-sided endeavor. It's a two-sided, <laughs> it's a conversation where it's a discussion that we're having. So as always, I appreciate your thoughts and your comments. I find the initial imperative in verse 2 intriguing for the reasons I just mentioned. In its purest form, this verse is straightforward. As we're devoted in persistent prayer, may our focus be coded in gratitude and humility, a fitting charge for supervisors and subordinates alike. However, digging deeper, the next layers, worth exploring. I find them rather compelling as we worship on the go, on the clock, on the way. Not only should we be alert, but watchful, and consider John sixteen thirteen and First Corinthians sixteen thirteen. I was kind of blown away about the fact that um, I was researching and kind of doing a systematic theology check in watchful, the term watchful in the New Testament, and I'm like, there were two sixteen thirteens that stood out. 
different books, different authors, but when you combine them to, when you kind of join them to Colossians 4, it's, it's interesting to see what comes out of it. John 16, 13 says, The Spirit of truth will guide you into all the truth, full of complete truth, for he is not he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. In the First Corinthians sixteen thirteen, be on guard, stand firm in your faith in God, respecting his precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like mature men and be courageous, be strong. Both of those uh, verses are in the Amplified. All right, so again, fusing these contexts, we find powerful truth regarding God's intent for our employers. As we act wisely towards clients, making the most of our time, Colossians 4.5, with solutions seasoned with salt, Colossians 4.6, let's not compartmentalize prayer as an extemporaneous exercise, but let's instead integrate it with expectancy into all we do, from procedure to protocol to communication to collaboration. Because truth is, while popcorn prayers are acceptable, Within mind and with colleague, and you know, oftentimes they, they occur within the parameters of our cubicles. They're one-offs, and that's totally fine, legit. Popcorn prayers are perfectly acceptable in those contexts, but to be watchful for God's unfolding purposes, we must be sensitive to what we should ask the Holy Spirit in terms of corporate direction, and sometimes. We may not ask. Sometimes it might just happen. We just encounter his presence where he's at, and we receive a download, and the discernment almost seems to find us. But there are plenty of other times where we need to be intentional in asking that direction and not just by ourselves before the day. It's great. Sure, by all means, in your quiet time, inquire the Lord. That's only fair to do that that that's a righteous move uh, but let's one of the reasons why I'm writing this and I'm passionate about it is like let's not forget to bring it up in our staff meetings for those of you who are blessed to work in organizations that allow prayer that um, are respective of the faith uh, that Maybe, you know, there's theological differences, and certainly there are some in, you know, where I work, but for the most part, we are all um, in love with the same God. We're, we recognize that we're serving the same God, and, you know, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We're all, uh, our small company of 30 people, we're unified in that. And because of that, it allows us to be more free and vulnerable transparent in how we communicate and I know some of you you're not in that type of environment so you almost have to uh, find those small groups in the company where that safe place exists I I could speak from both sides of the coin because I worked at a faith-based company now foundation group and I worked at the state of Tennessee and thankfully I worked with several people who were totally fine that I would start a Bible study and would have these conversations and uh, have prayer a part of our weekly routine. There are ways, no matter where we work, even if it's mostly remote and we're working for ourselves, there are ways to have these discussions with people, with our teammates and supervisors, or even clients. 
some of the best conversations I've had in recent years had to do with clients, you know. And, you know, being in a situation where we're together at a crossroads where really the best move forward is to, as far as it be with you, let's not pursue peace on our own terms, but pressing the Lord together. Let me help you by kind of, let me give you a jump start with courageous prayer, strength in the moment. Um, it's not with, without an agenda. You know, I'm not trying to even do this so that you will like me better or even feel like I'm doing my job better. So being watchful, a, lot, a big part of it is in the context of unity and community, as we are in relationship with those around us at our work. Let's, yes, let's be faithful in the present, but let's ever so often, whether it's daily or weekly or bi-weekly, find opportunities to inquire the Lord together over what He is doing, uh, where He's taking us, having future-based discussions uh, on programs, activities, financials, not just whiteboarding it uh, just because it's part of what we do. Just doing it for the sake of doing it, that's not how it's supposed to be. Um, you know, prayer as the foundation of our communications and our gatherings and our meetings, that's where the transformation happens. And good ideas are a dime a dozen, really. Um, but, you know, and as some of you know, um, it's totally fine to have meetings where we plan our course, but let's not forget that God is ultimately the one establishing his steps in our lives. Coming from Proverbs sixteen nine, I believe, a man's mind plans his way as he journeys through life, but the Lord directs his steps and establishes them. Psalm thirty seven twenty three says something similar. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. So that's a key part of this conversation, the key to watchful prayer, we corporately delighting in God's ways and asking him to bless our paths, not in vain, uh, not out of a spirit of pride or ego, but just like, Lord, we, we come together and ask that you establish, we need, establish your ways. We need guidance on what to do because there are different ways we can go and we don't want to settle on what we think is a good way or a good route. We want to know your per, your best, your perfect path for us in this way and if it means we have to be uncomfortable and wait and be patient and rely and you know just wait to hear from God let's do that and that's another thing part of the argument sometimes it just seems like we can't afford to wait because business and enterprise it is on the fly all the time and we need, we need to have these deadlines and that's you know why not include God in the establishment of those deadlines um you know, I'm not trying to promote moving targets in certain situations. It, you need to make the call in the moment and allow God to guide you. But regardless if the deadline is an hour from now or a week or a month from now, I think our approach should be similar. We shouldn't take shortcuts in our corporate communications with God. And, and some, again, there's a lot of different facets to this conversation. Some of you, you have to carry the torch you have to represent, you're the one that has to, you, you may be in a situation where you have to go God directly in prayer and you don't have an opportunity really to gather the troops, the saints, to 
get on the same page. So it, this is not a one-size-all-fit conversation. Be, again, though, zooming out big picture, we talk about the dichotomy between ex- extemporaneous prayer and then being intentional and planning it out as part of our relational dynamics. And these exchanges that we have, they should be one and the same in that, you know, again, going back to Proverbs 16 and Psalm 37, as much as we chart and map our goals for them to be set apart as anointed strategies, we must be steadfast and watchful in meekness and praise and the effort in between. Only then can we discern how to communicate the mystery of Christ through our work, Colossians 4, 3. As for today, for those listening to this, uphold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience, spiritual maturity, and the belief that as your hearts are encouraged, you'll be able to understand the the doors of opportunity. God opens for you to proclaim that mystery. Remember, as you seek the Lord with a pure heart to ask Him to make His ways straight for your life, His intentions known. In that way, during your darkest days, or during the best of times, <laughs> you'll be in position to be watchful in prayer when you engage God at work. And that is all for this introductory post. Uh, next time, I will aim to build off this post with a more practical based on ideas, how we can abide in watchful prayer and thanksgiving during our daily routines. Just basically going next level down in part two, um, there will be more scriptures and hopefully more relevant examples of how this looks, but I think that this is a good place to start. Uh, again, it's it's just knowing how to approach God in prayer and how to be watchful in it with thanksgiving with people. And coming out of COVID, coming out of this time where we can be around each other more often, I think this is a good time to have this discussion. I really feel like this is one of the posts that needed to be uh, put out for this month uh, as normality begins to take over in some ways. So if you guys have any questions on this, again, feel free to utilize our social media platforms and uh, leave us a comment or even a, a private DM, if you will, if you some of you listen to this have our contact information and we'd love to pray with you in any way. You know that you know we've, we've loved opportunities to uh, war with you, to wrestle with you, to troubleshoot with you. We're not here just to generate content, although that's a big part of what we do and part of our passion. We want to use that as a vehicle to help you and be there for you and you to feel like you're supported and um when you feel like you're drowning, that you have an extra flotation device, I guess. Just feeling that extra buoyancy and your head's above the water. And, you know, again, speaking of those dark days, um, but that's why we exist. We're here for you. So if we're bridging the sacred and secular together, uh, these conversations are more needed. And so that's why we're going to keep doing this until God completely... Uh, alters our trajectory so as i always say guys have an amazing day rest of the week listen i'm praying for you and as we always say you got this catch you on the fry